Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Warriors Arise podcast. I am your host, Jane Zahasky, and today I have Susie Hansen and Stephanie Reed with me. We are diving into a new topic. We are talking about identity today. So excited. I know. I really am excited, too. (laughs) Identity. Like, who are we? Who were we created to be? And who have we become just Mm. through life, right? So that's what we'll be talking about today. I'm so, so excited. Hey, and friends, why don't you go ahead and subscribe to our podcast, wherever it is that you listen to us. Subscribe. You can go in there and rate and review us. That would be just a great help for us. So think about that. And identity. Let's just dive in. You guys ready? So identity that we're going to look at the noun and the verb. I'm all about like getting into the word. Like, what does this even mean? So the noun identity is the set of characteristics by which a person is definitively recognizable or known. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Me too. Like, Someone knows you as a characteristic that you mm-hmm. have, that you put forth, that is, you know, that's how they describe you. Yes. But that's also how you can describe yourself and those characteristics that you feel are important in yeah. yourself, right? So now to identify, though, the verb is to establish or indicate who someone is, could be yourself, Through association. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. Yes. Because we talk so much about who you are around, you become more like that person. Oh, yeah. You hear that a lot. What you're around, you start to pick up on those tendencies. Right. Or what you consume, what you read, what you watch, you know, what you eat. Mm -hmm. I mean, all those things. Yeah. What goes in. Yeah. That's so good. And it actually does. It becomes part of who you are. Like, I think we mentioned it changes your cells. Like, it can change your the pathways in your brain. It yes. really can. Yeah. yeah. That's a real thing. It is a real yeah. thing. <laughs> I mean, that's about all I know about it, but it is a real thing. <laughs> well, all we know that it can be scary. Yeah. Be scary. And we have yeah. to take it serious. We yeah. do. We absolutely do. So, how do you feel about your identity? Do you feel like you really know who you are? Do you have days where you're question. like, yes, I'm I'm confident this is who I am, but then do you have days where you're like, mm, who am I? What am I doing? I mean, I know I do. Oh, <laughs> I'll just be I honest. I definitely do. I definitely do. For a long time, Jane, I honestly had no idea who I was. Yeah. From a young child being sexually abused and coming into drug addiction at a very early age as well. I woke up one day, you know, I'd been through all of this trauma, which defined me. Mm -hmm. And then I was a wife and a mother, which defined me. Yeah. And I literally found myself at 30-something years old going, who am I? Yeah. And what do I want? And so it was a journey of discovery, of Mm -hmm. figuring out who Susie Hansen really was. Yeah, yeah. And I like how you mentioned, like, Just those decisions that you made started to define who you were. And situations that you went through started to define who you were. So, yeah, I was very much defined by the trauma that had happened in my life. Yeah. And the 
consequences of those lifestyle, you know, living a lifestyle of drug addiction Mm -hmm. comes with lots of consequences. Right. And that had become my identity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. My identity started as a really young age, at a really young age, too. Like Susie, mine started with, you know, some sexual trauma as well. Mm -hmm. But my identity, even though I found Jesus at a really young age, I knew the truth, Mm -hmm. but the truth can only set you free if you apply it. Right. Yeah. It's not just good to know it. You have to apply it. Mm -hmm. And I spent all of my childhood, teenage years, young adult, up until now, even Mm -hmm. learning how to apply it. Mm -hmm. So probably the identity that followed me around the longest was that I was a liar Mm -hmm. because I did. The verb of an identity in my life was Mm -hmm. I told lies for a living. (laughs) Yeah. I told lies for a living. Yeah. And it made me, I felt like it made me closer to Jesus. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Yeah. But I did because I told lies that would make me feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. And that's how Jesus would want me to feel. Right. Right. Oh, So that was the deception and the lies I believed from the enemy. Yeah. But again, I beat myself up all the time, too, because I'm thinking, here I am, you know, lying for a living, yeah. and I'm believing the king of the of all lies, so I must <laughs> yeah. be on his team. Oh, right. I must be playing on the wrong team. Mm-hmm. And even though I had Jesus in my heart, I still yet learned how to apply the truth. Right. So I want you listeners to know that even though you may have found Jesus at a young age, or mm-hmm. maybe just even last week. This is a lifelong journey. journey. Absolutely. Yeah, sure is. yeah. I remember I, being a young adult and just like being in a relationship, and then that relationship was kind of falling apart. And I remember saying out loud, I don't even know what kind of music I like. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what kind of food I like. Because mm-hmm. in being in a relationship, like if it's something you want so that you become whatever they want. That's right. Right? Yeah. And I remember being in that place. Like, I don't even know who I am. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Mm-hmm. And that's where we are a lot of times. We find ourselves in seasons of who are we? What are we created for? You know, yeah. the whole identity and purpose and all that all comes together. Yeah. I like you said that it comes in seasons. Yeah. Because it does. Yeah. When you, the first question you asked us was, do you know who you are? Yeah. And the question or the answer is, it depends on what season. Exactly. <laughs> and the day. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Deep down inside, yes. Yeah. We are a child of God. Right. But what lie are we believing for the day? Yes. And that one little lie can alter our identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And look, truth yeah. is, I'm sorry, but it don't mean to talk over you, but <laughs> we're all just so excited about something. I know, saying. I know. But it takes work. It does. Because it does. there are days that I wake up and I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And and I feel confident. Mm-hmm. And then there are days that I'm like, who do I think I am and yeah. what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And it can also be circumstantial based on things going on around you right. as well. I mean, there's so many different influences mm-hmm. that can go into Oh, absolutely. That. And so the intentionality of it is yes. so important. Yes, it is so important. And it kind of is that whole capture your first thoughts when you wake up in the mornings. Yes. That's just so important to me. Like, I have to really, what am I thinking right now as my as I'm reaching to shut off the alarm? What, what am I thinking? Mm-hmm. Am I already setting myself up for a good day or a bad day? Exactly. You know, yep. it's that first thought. first thought. And you just mm-hmm. have to 
capture it. And then if you need to change it, change it or turn it into a prayer, turn it into those affirmations that we've talked about. But you just have to capture it and then set that day forward as in, you know what? Today I'm stepping into my true identity. That's right. Yeah. That is so good. And if you missed our podcast on the power of your words, oh, yeah. go back and listen to it because yeah, we really spent good. an entire podcast talking about taking your thoughts captive yep, and the importance absolutely. of that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something I just heard last week. I had a friend share with me that in the church world, we kind of talk about how it's the young adults that are falling away from church and things mm. like that. But there's a there's been studies now that there's a group of women in their 50s, like from 50 to 60, and they are becoming, I know, women of a certain age. And uh, <laughs> Jane and I just sat up straight. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, that group, that group is actually increasing in the rate of falling away from wow. Jesus, falling away from the church, just falling away, That's stepping away. And I'm just, I've just been thinking about that the last few days. And I'm like, what happens when you turn 50? Like if you have a family, your children are moving out of the home, right? Mm-hmm. So your role as mom is changing. That's right. Your parents may be passing away or just something is going on in that generation above. And so you're losing maybe your identity as a daughter. Wow. Maybe your siblings are passing away. So you're losing your identity as a sister, an aunt, I mean, a niece, any of those things. That's right. true. Divorce rates are very high in that age group. Oh, wow. So think about that. Empty Maybe nesters. your identity as a wife mm-hmm. is changing. And I'm like, wow, that's identity right there. Mm. That group is just a crisis. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wow, God, what do we do with that? But I think talking about identity is so important mm-hmm. in it, all ages. It's just that I feel like is the age that real life change can happen. You know, like it's happening. (laughs) Well, what I get is oftentimes we can put so much of ourselves into a marriage or even our children. Even we lose our relationship with our spouse because we're so much a part of our children's life that one day our kids are gone and now we're living with a stranger. Exactly. And and that can be something that's happening. And so it's important to continue to date your husband Mm -hmm. and maintain your identity as a wife so that one day when Mm -hmm. that happens, we're not married to a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. It really is. It's huge. So I encourage all you listeners, as we're discussing this, be thinking about where in your life are you losing yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you identifying yourself through association with certain people that you should not? Mm -hmm. Or is it through a vice, like maybe food Mm -hmm. or substance abuse or music, whatever it may be that you're losing yourself in that? Just be thinking about this as we're discussing it because Mm -hmm. you have to learn to identify it before you can delete it. Exactly, yeah. Even like your pain, like a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Oh, that can change your identity, right? Yes. Yeah. That, that's... But you're that, not defined by your diagnosis. No, or, you know, right. Yeah. You are not. But we so easily take that on yes. as identity. Yes. Physical health is a big one. Yes. yes. It really is. Especially now that social media is yes. present. Yeah. How many times do we see, you know, we talk about the power of our words, but mm-hmm. I see social media being used as a platform for our illnesses. Right. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. what? I'm all about support groups, but sometimes support groups is 
is a way mm-hmm. to just feed in that identity that mm-hmm. something is wrong with you. Here, let's celebrate our yeah. illness with other people who understand us. Right, right. right. And, oh, it's dangerous. So there's, that, that is yeah, dangerous. Because there's, there's a place for that, and it's important. Yes. But like anything, it, mm-hmm. there's the healthy version and the unhealthy version. Always. Right. So it's not to say not to be in a support group. Correct. Mm-hmm. But right. if you find yourself talking more about the problem than the solution, there you you're go. probably yes. in the wrong group. Absolutely. Yes. And yeah. the words that you use, like, are you saying I am a diabetic or something like that? Or I Don't have yep. diabetes. Right. You know, I, that's, it's the words that you use yes. and how you identify yourself. Yes. I heard um, Andrew Womack put it this way one day. You know, you can relate to something that you have. So if I have you know, an autoimmune disorder, mm-hmm. I can say, I have an autoimmune disorder, but the autoimmune disorder doesn't have me. Mm, he yeah, says, it depends on where you put your butt. That's ah, right. <laughs> that's good. Because <laughs> after the butt, you follow up with truth. Yeah. But it does not have me. Yep. And that's that right. is the truth. And that's what you associate yes. your identity with. Perfect. Yes. Well, and in the English language, but cancels out what you said before. Yeah, right. So, you That's may right. have an autoimmune disease, but mm-hmm. which cancels that out. You, yep. it doesn't oh, have good. you. Yeah, but sorry. by That's his really stripes, by, That's yeah. right. We have been set free. Right. And what I love about that is that Christ died on the cross for our sicknesses. That was past tense. Died. Yeah. That's right. It yeah. didn't say he will die. Right. He did die. Yeah. So therefore, healing has already taken place. Yes. We have to receive it with our words. Right. That's right. And oh, it, that's so good. The facts may be whatever mm-hmm. the diagnosis is. Mm-hmm. Here's the facts, but yeah, God, mm-hmm. this is what I my God healed. can do. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, I may have diabetes, but mm-hmm. by his stripes, I've been healed. Yeah. And, and so, that's how you renew your mind. I really want to point it out every time we do it here yeah. live with you guys so that you can get in the habit of doing it yourself. Because yeah. Yeah. it's hard to notice it is in the moment how mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. That is so, so good. And I just love how you guys do it. I mean, it's just, <laughs> you're not like, okay, so here's an example. Like, you're just, that's live, how you talk. Lifetime. I love yeah. it. I love it. And it is. It's a lifetime practice. Yeah. You're never going to be perfect at it. You have no. to practice every day. I think also... It's so easy. And social media kind of made me think of this when you mentioned that, Stephanie. But like, and we talked about comparison, like how we always Mm -hmm. want to compare ourselves with others, Mm -hmm. right? Because we always want to be relatable. We always want to be like someone, right? But we are all created to be unique. That's right. We are all created to be differently. All our fingerprints are different. (laughs) And I think we lose that when trying to create our own identity. Absolutely. Yeah. So speak into that. If I'm just trying to be Stephanie. Yeah. You know, I was never meant to be Stephanie. Right. And so if I'm trying to identify and define myself as her, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to work out too well for me. (laughs) Yeah, because... God gave her gifts that I didn't right. get, yeah. and if I'm trying to be something that I am not, mm-hmm. then I'm going to fail, right. which further leads uh-huh. to that trap of I'm not good enough and I don't measure up. Exactly. Yes. And that just leads to a miserable life, trying really to be does. somebody else. I mean, that's that's not yeah. what we're supposed to do. <laughs> well, and that's something that I've been working on myself, yeah. you know, because, and I've been in that trap of comparing myself. Stephanie touched on it a little bit in our last podcast of mm-hmm. looking at mentors or people that we look up to mm-hmm. and and comparing ourselves to them and 
we aren't those people. We were right. never meant to be those people. God may have given us a similar calling and a similar right. purpose, but yeah. He gifted us uniquely yes. for the purpose that He intended mm-hmm. us to do. And mm-hmm. if we're too busy trying to be, I'm too busy trying to be Stephanie Reed, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to be able to fulfill the calling that God placed on my life because right. I'm too busy trying to be like Stephanie. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, Susie, you would not want all of my life. I can promise you that. <laughs> Well, and that's the truth. Yes, that is the truth because you see my highlights. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't want everything when it comes to you or my evangelical mentors because I know there was hard times in their lives too. Mm -hmm. Exactly. My evangelical mentor was an agoraphobic. I don't want that part of her life. Right. I'm so thankful she overcame it, but I'm glad she overcame it. Right. And I don't have to. Yeah. So you have to think of it from that standpoint as well. Right. We yes. can't look at the current circumstances. I just had this conversation with one of my granddaughters. Mm. We were talking about an individual who's now, you know, living the rich and famous life. Ah, yeah. But at one point in time was in the projects, mm-hmm. abused, mm-hmm. Lived homeless, living in a car, wow. you know. So we look at rich and famous and yeah. we think, oh, I want that. Mm-hmm. But we got to understand that everybody had a journey to okay. get there. Right. And we all are a mixture of Good and bad, <laughs> you know. And I don't even, I don't even like using those words. But it's usually when we're looking at someone else, we only see the good. And I'm using quotes, air quotes. <laughs> we only see the good parts, right? But and then we try to be them, but yeah. without actually thinking about the bad, the other side of it, you know, and all the hard work and all mm-hmm. the things they had to go through to be who they are today, right? So. Wow. Well, it reminds me of Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's masterpiece. Mm. Like, you could just stop right there. Each one of us. Yeah. Susie, you are God's masterpiece. Stephanie, you are God's masterpiece. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jane. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to continue. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago, way before we were born. And so... I think we sometimes just have to step back. Like we just get so focused in on ourselves Mm -hmm. that we forget to step back and to look at us through God's eyes and look at each other through God's eyes and see how we all are part of His huge, great, wonderful plan, right? Yes. We just, ah, yeah. I read a quote recently, and it said, if you believe what God's Word says about you is true, the big word is if you do. You're right. Your identity is rooted in something that cannot be changed and will never go away. That just brought me so much peace when I read that, because whenever I compare myself or Mm -hmm. seek my identity through the association of somebody else Mm -hmm. or through something, it's changing based on the environment or the circumstance or how old I am, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. But this says that it can never be changed if it's rooted in what God says about us. Yeah. So that just tells us, where do we go to find our identity? Right. Right We find it in God's truth. Yes. Yes. Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we tend to look at the world. (laughs) We tend to look at social media. We tend 
to listen to other people's opinions, opinions and whatever it is. We tend to listen to the enemy. We tend to listen to the lies that aren't true and try to create our identity, our own identity amongst all of those. And no wonder we can get so messed up and depressed and just feel lost. Yeah. But instead, we have to look at God, keep our eyes fixed on Him. That's right. In Colossians 3, 2 through 3, it says, Set your mind on things that are from above, mm-hmm. not on things on this earth. Mm-hmm. So we've laid out several examples of what that looks like. Yeah. And it says, here's the kicker, For you have died, and your life is hidden mm-hmm. with Christ in God. Uh, that word hidden mm-hmm. is so powerful. Yeah. Yes. Because when you hide your identity in Christ, it's not hidden from others. Right. But protected by Christ. Oh, that's so good. good. Let me say that again. It's not hidden from others, but it is protected by Christ. Mm -hmm. So that's why when someone comes to Jesus, you don't have to tell them you are a Christ follower. Because it is, I mean, that part isn't hidden. It just comes out of you. It's obvious. Mm -hmm. But when we believe the lies of the enemy, that is not hidden from others either because Mm -hmm. we conform to those. Mm -hmm. And it becomes more of our action, the verb of identify. Yeah. Wow, that is so good. Mm -hmm. Hidden with Christ. Yes, hidden in Christ. And it just gives me this visual of like God and I like in the closet together. You know, having bonding time. Yeah. You know, exploring what intimacy with Christ is all about. And I don't know about you girls, but whenever I was on the journey of praying for my my future husband Mm -hmm. and getting married, I ran across this quote years ago, and so many people have heard it, but it says, a woman's heart should be so hidden mm. in Christ that a man has to seek him just to find her. Oh. I always remembered that and I put it in the, if you want to call it talk notes, yeah. or the yeah. part of our ceremony agenda oh. at our wedding because that's how I met my husband. He found Jesus, then he found me. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. And so, and he knows the true Stephanie. Yes. The good, <laughs> the bad, and the ugly. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, think of all the marriages people get into without really knowing each other. They don't even know themselves, and then they're yes. trying to create an identity with someone else, mm-hmm. and then, oh, Well, wow. but what makes him love me for me is because he loves the Jesus in yes. me. Right. He loves yes. me for the same reasons Jesus loves me, yep. mm-hmm. no matter the earthly flaws right. that we have. Right. Oh, so good. So and good. I think if you're someone for— Many, many years I sat inside of a visible prison. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a relationship with Christ until I was in my 30s. And so I had no idea where to go to look for my identity. I didn't even know what identity in Christ was. Mm -hmm. All I knew was that I was a bad girl. I was bad. I screwed up a lot. Mm -hmm. I had been through a lot. And so, you know, I'm in my invisible prison shriveling up. Mm -hmm. And it got to a place in my life, it was my total identity that I was trash. And there was something wrong with me. I was defective. That was my identity. And so I brought that baggage into unhealthy relationships. Mm -hmm. And now I've got men verbally abusing me, speaking Mm -hmm. death over me, if you will, with their words, Mm -hmm. and I'm just shriveling up even more into that Mm -hmm. place. And so if if that's you right now and you're having a hard time relating to 
identity in Christ, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. just hang in there. Because I was there. Mm -hmm. I honestly believed that I had screwed up way too bad and I was way too messed up to ever be happy, to have a good life, to have a good relationship, for God to even love me. That was my truth. That was my identity. Mm -hmm. And so regardless of where you're at, regardless of how dark it is, it's not too late. That's right. You're not too messed up. That's right. You're not too far gone. Yes, yes. This is the light into your darkness right right. now. And I just want you to know that there is hope. Mm -hmm. You can be happy and you can come into your true identity and no longer be defined by those things in your past. Mm-hmm. Amen. Love Amen. that. Let me piggyback when you said, when you're talking to the listeners, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. Identity in Christ. Yeah. It, it's just a foreign language to right. a lot of people. Yeah. And so here's something practical that you can kind of relate it to is, you know, when tragedy strikes, it doesn't change you. Mm-hmm. So when something traumatic happens to you, and it doesn't send you into a state of being paralyzed mm-hmm. or a state of confusion to where it makes you want to just crawl in that closet mm-hmm. by yourself and mm-hmm. hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it will hurt still. Mm-hmm. It may cause some doubts or confusion, mm-hmm. but it doesn't change who you are from the inside that's out. Right. That's yeah. right. So yeah. that's kind of from a more practical standpoint. What does it mean to have an identity in Christ is, you know, it, it's, it makes it a lot easier to go through tragedy mm-hmm. with an identity in Christ because you have truth to fall back on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also was thinking when you were talking, Susie, and sharing, and we talked about the word but, I just wanted to scream, but God. You know, you cancel all those lies, Mm -hmm. but God, because that's what we need. That that is how you find your identity. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we aren't victims of our past. For so long, I was a victim. I didn't know I was a victim. Right. But I was a victim of my past. Mm -hmm. But we're not victims of our past. We can have a happy future. We can come into that true identity. But God, Mm -hmm. you just have to rise up and decide, you know what? This is not going to steal my life from me. Right. This is not going to steal my happiness from me. Mm -hmm. But God. Yep. I am not going to be a victim to my past Mm -hmm. and the things that have happened to me. Exactly, Steph. We have a choice. And I just want to encourage you listeners to choose life today, to choose life. Do not let your past steal your future. Mm, That is so good. That's right. And I also want to point out that we serve a gentle God. Yeah. He will not force himself on you. So don't be afraid of that. Right. Because he cares enough about you to let you make that decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. And He will always be waiting for you yes. when you decide it's the right time. Yeah, yeah. He's absolutely. gentle. He is gentle. And you know, all you have to do is just say, Jesus. Just Jesus. call out His name. Call out His name. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And He is. He, he's gentle. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Ladies, I always have such a great time when we come together. Me and, too. Uh, all right. Well, friends, be sure that you share this episode with a friend or two. There might be someone that you're already feeling that's on your heart. Reach out to them. Ask them to listen. And then go out for coffee or something and just talk about identity. And just ask each other, what words do you use to identify yourself? And then 
if you trust them enough, ask them, hey, how do you describe me? And then maybe just through conversation, you will find your true, true identity Mm -hmm. with just a community doing that together. Also, please subscribe wherever you listen to us and connect with us more by visiting warriorsariseministry.org or on our Facebook page, or on our Instagram, or all three. All How's three. That? Great. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. I am Jane Zahasky, your host. And remember, it's time to rise up, warrior, and, and step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.